Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> Help. Welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie. I am your host, and I'm a freaking moron. This is no joke. This is like the fifth time I've done this intro. And hopefully this time I don't screw it up as bad as I screwed up the other one. Zzz. So uh, let's get off with some, uh, start off with some housekeeping. First is the pe- the podcast is going to change. It's still going to be weekly. But what I'm going to do is choose less articles to concentrate on uh, the details of those articles versus going through this whole kind of like shotgun headlines and then articles. I don't think it's making a very good show and it feels very chaotic. So uh, I'm going to choose less articles to do for this show and then I'll have I have a plan for something else, but I'm not really ready to share that yet because it's not fully fleshed out. So, but I'll share that with you probably mid-March if I decide to do it or not. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to do like the best show for you every single week. And I really try hard and I often fail miserably. And hopefully with any luck, these new changes will help improve that quality. Uh, what else? Next week, um, I have a very busy week, so I won't be able to release on Friday. The The podcast will be released on Sunday, um, but it will for sure be released on Sunday next week. And um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we're ready to start. Uh, if you're new to Kilowatt, welcome. Uh, this week, we are talking about the financial resorts, results for Tesla Q4 and 2016 all together kind of all melds together i listened to the investor call and there wasn't really a whole lot on there normally or what i've done in the past is i actually did recorded the investor call and then i put little clips up but i don't think that there was anything that was too mind-blowing they're kind of keeping everything really close to the vest as it gets closer to model three and they're not giving out too many um, salacious details so it was kind of it was actually, I, I found it to kind of be boring, but let's talk about some of the things that they discussed in their investor letter and also the um, the investor call. Make sure that I'm on the right page. Okay, this is for Tesla Reports. Oh, this is Caroline uh, Fortuna, 
at Teslarati. Tesla reports that it is on track to generate $500 million in cash in the next two years with the help of the SolarCity merger. Tesla has a three-point plan to grow SolarCity. First one, cut ad spending. As you know, Tesla doesn't have any, um, they don't run any ads. They basically kind of rely on hype. Uh, the second part is to sell Solar City products inside the Tesla stores, and probably online as well. I didn't say that in the article, but that would be my guess. Um, I think this is a great big duh. I think everybody assumed that this was going to happen. Um, yeah, Tesla, you know, they're promoting this whole 360 um, environmentally sustainable lifestyle with the cars and the panels and the, the solar roof and the battery and packs so that makes sense and then finally they're going to de uh, decrease the amount of leases that they do in favor of actual purchases for the solar panels which makes sense they're probably going to do away with solar my guess here's my guess and i don't have any information to back this up but my guess is they're going to do away with solar panels and just go all solar roof but or maybe scale way back because it makes sense as builders build houses to just make this a part of the they're scaling back on leases because it's very expensive probably in the twenty thousand dollar range for most solar roofs so rather than concentrate on the existing homes they'll probably put a lot of effort into the new builds and that'll just be a part of your mortgage just the solar roof and then solar city and tesla technically tesla since solar city is not around anymore we'll get that revenue up front versus you know with the lease it's over 20 years and they get a little bit of every month some people like my wife and i we paid our lease up front so we didn't have to pay any finance charges but most people pay a monthly payment and for for solar city and tesla you know that's a long payoff it's a long tail and if you have enough people doing it i guess it's worth it financially but i would i would rather have the money up front i'm sure a lot of other people would too and um Oh, and you know what the other thing is, and I wrote this down, forgot to say it. With the leases, right now, when SolarCity came out, they kind of had to prove themselves and prove that solar was uh, reasonable and worth getting. So the leasing was a really affordable way for people to get into it and spread the word uh, by word of mouth. I know I've put several people in solar panels, my father-in-law included. Um, and, you know, I show them my dashboard of, on Solar City and show them how many trees I've saved and blah, 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 blah in terms of the environmental impact. But how much money um, and how much power we're generating every, every day, week, month, that kind of thing. And how that's saving us on our solar bill or our electric bill in the summertime in Arizona, which is quite high. So ours is actually very low. I don't think it goes over $80 all summer which is reasonable because some people, some of my friends, they have $300 electric bills in the summertime. So um, I think that now that the solar market has matured a little bit, people would be more willing to actually purchase those solar panels. Yeah, they're going to get a loan to purchase them, but they're paying a, a lease to purchase it now. And in most states, I know in Arizona, uh, the power company... Uh, will help you out with some rebates and some states actually have rebates to help you out so overall that cost would come down significantly for the um, homeowner putting them on the roof or 
whoever's putting them on the roof versus, you know, 10 years ago when we first got our solar panels. Um, it was probably a little bit more daunting and you didn't know what you were really going to get. So it makes sense that, that they're moving this direction. Let's see. Oh, and the solar city uh, plant in Buffalo is going to be Gigafactory number two, which looks like it's going to be two out of five. Next story is Fred Lambert by uh, Electric from Electric. Tesla is expanding its car insurance offering as self-driving technologies improve. We talked about this in a previous episode, man, probably back, it seems like October. But uh, Tesla sells insurance in Australia, Hong Kong, I think some other Asian countries, because the company, uh, because the companies and the company and its customers weren't getting a um, a fair break from the insurance companies. Uh, whether it was a case of the insurance companies gouging Tesla owners, even though it's a really safe car, or the insurance companies um, giving little tiny discounts, not making it worth throwing a Tesla. So Tesla said, okay, we'll just put our own insurance company together, put them in these countries, and we're good to go. Well, it looks like that might be expanded into other countries, hopefully yours and mine. In the investor's call, Tesla said that they plan on expanding the service as autopilot matures, which I talked about. I listened to the call, the investor call, and I did not get that from their, from what they said. They said they would consider expanding it into other countries if insurance companies were offering tiny discounts, like a five piddly 5% discount, I think is what the quote was. They find that to be reasonable, unreasonable because the, as autopilot matures, these cars are going to be so much safer than other vehicles. And that's why they would enter into these markets. But it doesn't sound like they're, that's their plan unless insurance companies start to say, well, okay, we'll give you like a 5 or 6% discount on your insurance. Well, that's not very much for a really safe vehicle. So that is that story. This is a combined uh, story from Tesla already and um, electric. Some uh, I I get my. I sometimes I use two sources, and instead of quoting each person, that's part of the streamlining. It's just it comes from both of these websites. You can go to kilowatt.bz and look at the original articles, or have find links to the original articles. But let's talk about the Model Three. Tesla is on track for Model Three production. Uh, in July, 5,000 units a week by the end of the year. Uh, but if you are really high up on your um, reservation, don't expect to get it at the end of July because those units are going to go to Tesla employees, SpaceX and employees, excuse me, SpaceX employees and some investors. They're going to receive the Founders Series. Um, and the reason why is because as they manufacture these cars, they want to get the feedback from the employees. Hey, what's wrong with these cars? So that when they go into real mass production, uh, they'll have those issues ironed out. So rather than give a, a lemon or a car that might have a ton of problems to a customer, which their customers are, or their employees are customers, they have to play the full bill for the car. They're giving um, them to the, the employees. 
But, you know, they, they have a service center right there. They build the cars, so I'm sure they'll fix them as things go go as things get bad. Uh, those employees won't be out their cars. They'll go to work, somebody will fix it, and they'll drive home in the same car they came to work in. Uh, the initial crash tests for the Model 3 have been positive. They didn't really expand on that, but that's good. Uh, the biggest potential for manufacturer delay at this point would be something unforeseen by Tesla, and it sounds like, and they really tried to hammer this home in the investor call, that they're trying to um, they're trying to come up with every scenario that may go wrong and and fix it before production time happens. Um, so it could be a Tesla issue for the delay or a supplier issue because that's something that's kind of out of their hands, the suppliers. Uh, looks like the final review for the Model 3, because we were supposed to have a big event allegedly in March or April showing the third part of the Model 3 reveal, but that probably isn't going to happen until the end of July. Um, volume production will begin in September. That's when other people, normals, will start to receive their, their cars. And there was a point I wanted to make, so let me read back there. Hmm. Maybe it'll come to me. I didn't write it down, but I was thinking about it while I was talking. Um, because employees will get the cars before everybody else, they get early access to the configurator. Oh, here's my, here's what I wanted to point out. Uh, just last week, Tesla started building those Model 3 uh, prototype cars. And I wonder if they found something during the manufacturing process that's leading them to believe that um, they're still needing to make tweaks to the car, which will lead them all the way up to July. So if everything was going smoothly in the manufacturing I, I would assume that they would just go ahead, or during the production of the prototype cars, I would assume that they would just go ahead and have the final reveal in March. But if they're having a hard time building the cars, it's probably more likely, and it makes sense, that they would move that timeline right up to July or even after July. So that's what I wanted to say. And again, the configurators for the, the Model 3's online configurations will be done will be given to employees first, and that will probably be a little bit before July, and then sometime after July, everybody else will get access to that. And um, the, both the solar roof and the Model 3 are on track for a 2017 release, the second half of 2017. And yeah, so this is the final story. Look at that, everything's going real quick. This is the final story of the night. This is from Janla at Teslarati and John Fitzgerald Weaver. I got information from both of these sites. So Tesla's revenue for 2016 total was $7 billion. Now that, that that's how I read that. Man, that's how I wrote it down. That's up 73% from 2015. I think that's for the whole year. Their guidance... Uh, for 2017, which means, you know, what they what they plan on selling or what they think they can sell. They think they're going to deliver 47,000 to 50,000 Model S and Model Xs, which is a, this is up to a 71% growth from the same time last period. 
Tesla increased its cash by $309 million and now has $3.4 million in the bank. One of the things that Elon Musk said, I think it was in December, was that Tesla was not going to have to raise uh, more capital for the Model 3 launch. And in the investor call, he said, well, it's going to be real close. It's going to be super tight. And it might be irresponsible not to raise more capital for the Model 3 launch simply because it's going to take it right to that razor's edge financially for them and use pretty much everything they have in the bank. So that might be irresponsible. So they may raise some capital prior to the Model 3 launch or production of the Model 3. Let's see here. Uh, Tesla closed today at $257 on the stock exchange. In October, they were at 212 December, they're at 182 so they're going, they've started going the wrong direction, and now they're definitely going in the right direction. And then finally, um, and you can look this up, I didn't pull the article, but the UAW, which is the United Auto Workers Union, um, Elon Musk did his um, investigation into what was going on at Tesla, and, you know, he didn't find any... Um, he found that, that uh, what the employees were saying, which is long hours, he did admit that the hours are long and they're, they were adding a third shift to correct that. Um, he says that the pay is higher than any other automotive, um, the starting pay is higher than other automaker, automotive workers make, which I would assume like folks that live in like Detroit or Alabama, not Alabama, um, oh God, there's some places, places in the South where they make vehicles and I'm blanking but i'm assuming he's talking about those places that the pay at tesla is higher than other plants across the united states and the injuries were actually half of what average they average half as many injuries as what they did in um, at other plants and i don't have a whole lot to say about this because i've pretty much kind of already beaten it into the ground my opinions on this uh, but Yes, you may make, I think it's $28 an hour is what it's starting at Tesla, 28 or 29 That might be true uh, that you make that much money. However, the and he said when you add in the stock options, um, but if you can't exercise your stock options for four years and you're making $29 an hour and you're living in that part of Northern California, that's probably not a lot of money. If you're living somewhere in the South, that's $29 is a good wage. So I don't know how that compares. So I'm not trying to tear down what Elon said, but it's hard to, to it's not an apples to apples comparison. Detroit right now, you can, you know, get a, a fairly decent house, uh, rent a fairly decent house. A friend of mine owns some houses in Detroit, uh, in the Detroit area, I should say. And he rents his houses out and they're like, 12 or 1300 square feet for like $700. It's unlikely around Fremont that you're going to get a 1300 square foot house for $700. That's, I don't know what they rent for, but I doubt that it's $700. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to, to take what he said because I trust Elon and I don't think he's trying to screw his employees. And I think that that's important. However, his view of the situation being the owner of the company and obviously having a, um, he, he sounds like he has negative feelings in terms of unions. 
his view is is very clouded by his judgment, as my view as a union member is very clouded by my prejudices, not my judgment. I'm sorry, his prejudice, my prejudice. So this, if I doubt Elon Musk listens to this, but if somebody knows him, I would encourage him to do a actual um, use a third party company, allow them to be honest and work through the issues because he looked into this it was like three days that he decided he was going to look into this whole thing that's not enough time to really go through and see if your employees are complaining or if they have valid issues and i don't know anything about the uaw i'm a part of the international association of firefighters and i think that that they are a wonderful organization do i think they're perfect absolutely not I'm sure the UAW is not perfect, but unions are here to protect workers' rights. And Elon Musk said, again, he said, well, if you add in the stock options, well, or the stock package, I think is what he said, well, that doesn't actually pay your mortgage until after it becomes mature. So if somebody's struggling, four years could seem like an eternity for somebody struggling. I'm not saying that Elon is is wrong and i'm not saying that uh, the uaw is right however i am saying that three days is not enough time to really go through this whole process and come up with a a reasonable solution it's just saying that everything's fine and we're working on these little issues over here i i applaud you for that because a lot of places would just be like shut up and take it you work for us if you don't want to work for us go work somewhere else so I think that, you know, the fact that he even looked into it is is good. However, it, the problem's not going to go away just because you said, well, here are the statistics. Well, statistics might be one thing, but how your employees are feeling is completely different. So, and he uh, had mentioned that in a very sort of Donald Trumpy sort of way that, you know, a lot of comp- a lot of employees don't want to unionize. And you know what? That might be the case. That might absolutely be the case. That also might be the group of people who work in the front office or who are coders or whatever their job is. They may not be the actual people on the production floor doing the work. Not to say that coders aren't doing work. I'm just saying, you know what I mean, doing the actual physical labor. It's hard to get hurt writing code. Anyway, um, I would just uh, encourage everyone to keep an open mind because I'm not saying that one way is better than the other because I, I said this before unions aren't the answer for every business if a, an employer is taking care of its its employee and giving them fair wages good working conditions and and reasonable hours then there's and employees are happy there's probably not a real big reason reason to have a union there However, if employees are feeling trodden on or feeling like they're getting the um, short end of the stick and your CEO is launching, you know, rockets and, and traveling around in nice cars and, you know, buying house, brand new houses in his neighborhood, which all of our, these things are fine. But when you see that as an employee, you're like, well, I'm kind of struggling here. So maybe his employees are struggling. Maybe there is a morale issue that needs to be addressed. So, and he mentioned in the article that I read, he mentioned that they're going to put, they're going to have some fun things in Tesla, like yogurt bars. 
spread all over the frozen yogurt bars, frozen uh, stands spread around the plant. I'm going to be honest with you. I love frozen yogurt, but that doesn't do dick for paying my mortgage. So save your frozen yogurt. Maybe bring it in once a week if you really want to do it, if your heart's on it. But pay me more money and take care of the morale issues. So, and he talked about having like this roller coaster that would take people to different parts of the plant and all those other things. All of that stuff is fun, but that does not fix if labor is upset or labor is feeling like they don't have a seat at the table or like they're not being heard. That doesn't fix the issues. And that's almost kind of proving a little tone deafness on his part. So, I don't know. Just going back to if Elon, you're listening, which I don't know why you would, have somebody third party go through it and have them release the findings without any uh, changes on Tesla's part. And then if you want to comment on it, you can. And if the UAW wants to comment on it, great. Maybe work with them and do a study. Anyway, that's it. That's the whole podcast. And I appreciate everybody for listening and putting up with my nonsense. And I, I'm very happy. Like The numbers of the podcast keep growing and growing. Um, there are people that listen in the Falcon, Falkland Islands, which is awesome. There's people that listen in Czechoslovakia and all this other stuff. And I think that's awesome. And thank you very much for listening. Thanks, everybody, for wherever they are for listening. Here's how you can get in touch with me. Uh, you can email me, Bodie at 918digital.com. I'm on Twitter at 918digital. And if you follow me on Twitter, like I know that some of you have, have sent me messages. If you follow me on Twitter... Let me know that you listen to the show because there's some, uh, I usually just follow back people who follow me, but it's really, it's really getting to become a cesspool. So I got to purge some of this stuff. And I don't want to purge you if, um, accidentally, if you listen to the show, you can call 918-401-0071 and leave a message and I will put you on the show, your message on the show, if you'd like. Uh, you can go to kilowatt.bz, that's kilowatt.boyz, and click on um, the podcast title. Like, I have all the articles that I do for the show and that I look at, I put on this website. And if you see, this episode would be like kilowatt episode number 23, no, 34, sorry. And you see that and you click on the kilowatt episode number 24, it'll take you to all the articles that we talked about today. And then all the articles that are on the the site. Other than that, those are just the ones that I looked at. Um, I have, I'm doing some really uh, fun Donald Trump stickers. Uh, unfortunately, I'll have to stop working on that this week, but maybe in two weeks I'll be able to start working on it again. But I do iOS stickers and it just kind of helps pay for this podcast. So if you uh, look in the show notes, you'll have, find a link to those. I used to do a podcast called Oblivious, but because of this show, I don't, I'm not, I can't put as much time into it as I used to, so I'm going to shut that show down because I don't want to suck at things. I mean, I'm okay with sucking at things, but I don't want to actively suck at things because I'm not trying, so that's why I'm going to shut that show down. And that's it. I hope everybody has a fantastic week, and I will talk to you on
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.